Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hey, what's up, and welcome to the Hashtag Lakers podcast. I'm Yola Gaza, and today I'm here with McKay Westbrook. Hey, McKay, dude, we're uh, the number one team in the West. What do you feel? It, How do you feel about that, man? It was going to happen. I, I've known for a long time. It's, it <laughs> was going to happen. Yes. Since when? Since we got since, Anthony since Davis? Since we got Anthony Davis, exactly. <laughs> that's right, that's right. <laughs> yeah, it, it was bound to happen. It was, it was destined, so... Uh, I'm not at all surprised, but definitely happy. Yeah, man. No, me too. Um, I mean, you know, has its caveats, uh, now that we're in the the bubble and there's no, uh, home, a home court advantage, but you know, no, we haven't getting the number one seat is, is still a good thing for many reasons, but, uh, oh, def- definitely. I mean, we, we still get, uh, better, um, or, uh, quote unquote easier opponents you know right quote unquote right and what we're actually going to talk about that later in the show um you know who who uh uh our potential playoff opponents are on the uh, our first round uh, opponent the eighth seed um but uh but first after the break uh we're going to discuss some of the key takeaways from these uh recent games that we've had you know and talk about any of our concerns and potentially and uh, identify the the bright spots that uh, uh for our team um but for now let's take a quick break uh so stay tuned and we'll talk to you soon Welcome back to the Hashtag Lakers podcast. McKay and I are here, and on this segment, we're going to discuss our takeaways from the recent games and talk about uh, any causes for concern and uh, bright, spot we've, bright spots we've seen um, while these games have, have been going on. Uh, we are right now recording on a Friday night before our game against Pacers on Saturday, and we have two wins and three losses so far since the restarted season, not counting the scrimmage games that we've, that, uh, we've played. Um, but it's been a week now since we've, you know, regular season games have, have started. Um, let's start our conversation discussing any of, uh, uh, causes of concern, but, uh, let, let me first preface the, the, this conversation though, by, by saying, look, uh, while games like these recent ones, uh, after we've clinched the number one seed in the West, uh, may and can spark, uh, some concerns, uh, I think. You know, we, we can't forget that the Lakers are replacing a key starter in Avery Bradley and are still sorting out what, 
what exactly the second unit is going to look like. In fact, Vogel has been tinkering and testing these rotations, uh, and with some of these tests going more su successful than others. Um, these recent games, I don't think, and, and I don't know, okay, if you agree with that, I don't think they're indicative of what our success will be like in the, the playoffs. Uh, whatever the media says, you know, Rockets and Thunder game, that Thunder game, um, the, the, these were outliers and we were clearly tinkering in, with the rotations to see what's, what's going to work and what's not going to work. Still, you know, we've been hearing from major media outlets uh, that Lakers fans should be concerned. Maybe they're wrong, maybe they're right. But uh, let's dig into it, okay? What do you think? After seeing these last few games, do you have any concerns? Uh, or, and, and if so, like, what are they? Well, first of all, the, the media is almost always absolutely wrong about everything, you know, <laughs> when, when it comes to sports. Um, it, I, I think everybody knows that LeBron James and Anthony Davis – are going to come out swinging, you know, they're, they're going to be, they're going to show up and they're going to play well in the games that matter. Um, I, I think the Lakers have recognized that since they, they've secured the number one spot that their priority for the next, you know, the rest of the, the regular season games isn't necessarily winning. Um, it's like you said, tinkering with the rotations and and figuring out everything um the reason why i don't think there's a lot of cause for concern is like i said anthony davis and lebron james are are always going to show up and they're always going to going to uh put forth 100 percent, and almost every game they'll play well uh the thing that gives me more cause for hope than anything is kuzma's level of play yeah he's man. been he's been playing absolutely great the the level that we've needed him to on offense and on defense he's had some incredible blocks in the last uh couple of games that that have hyped me up and got me back on the kuzma train right no i i no, i i i agree with you on the kuzma point there um and uh, i think uh you know i want to dig deeper into that uh, in just a little bit here. But uh, uh, I, um, you, like you, I don't think that, you know, there's, there's not much uh, of a concern right now. The only thing that, uh, um, you know, it, you know, maybe a little bit of a concern, but uh, I, I think that uh, they'll play through it um, is their shooting, uh, specifically their, their three point shooting right now. The Lakers are dead last in defensive rating, but you know, like, I said, um, <laughs> Coach Vogel has been been tinkering with all the rotations. So, right. you know, when you do that, it causes uh, an impact in in these offensive and defensive ratings. But to, for our three point shooting, the stat is the Lakers are thirty seven of one fifty eight. Uh, so that's twenty three point four percent from three since the restart. Um, and then you know, if we want to single uh, out a player, Danny Green. Uh, he's made 20% of his threes, four of 20. Um, and like you said, Kuzma's the only, Kuzma's the only one been having success beyond the, beyond the arc, uh, which, you know, let's, let's discuss that in a little bit, but I don't think, um, 
you can't really do anything about the, the three-point shooting right now. They're not hitting anything, even open, uncontested shots. But, you know, you, at some point, they're going to go in. I mean, Coach Vogel at, some, uh, at one of these press conferences said that, uh, this is a quote, one thing I know is that I do believe in percentages, and I do believe in guys and, and trust the work that they put in. There, there's always a reversion uh, to the mean. The law of averages plays out, and I'm okay with getting all these misses out out of the way right now. Um, and then to follow up on that Sabrina Merchant of Silver Screen and Roll, noted that one of the reasons uh, to side with you know Vogel's optimism and all of us is that the the Lakers are are still creating good shots. Uh, the more majority of three, threes that they're taking are wide open. I mean that's just really just the only small concern that we're having. But they're, they'll knock them down. What do you think? Yeah, I I absolutely think that that will be fine. Um, it takes some guys longer than others to uh, get back to you know to that level of comfortability and and get uh, in the rhythm, you know, especially with with these shooters, their their rhythm players. You know, once they they've gotten into the rhythm, then they they feel it and they're more consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, I think people like you know J.R. Smith and Danny Green, they're both great career three point shooters, and they'll get into it and they'll start hitting their shots. Um, you know, right now things are a little rough, especially after uh, after the long break. But I I think they'll get back into it, and I I don't really uh, see any cause for concern at this moment. No, no, I agree. I think that uh, at some point they're going to knock them down and, um, you know, we're going to be rolling. I mean, like Sabrina Merchant said, you know, we're creating good shots. We're just not knocking them down. <laughs> and at some point they're going to they're gonna come in and they're going to go in and uh, we're going to be rolling. Um, let's see. Uh, I think that uh, let's, let's, let's turn this conversation around now and talk about some of the bright spots. I know we mentioned Kuzma and despite this, you know, potential concern with this three point shooting, um, you know, what, what are some of the bright spots you've seen in the team? Um, I, I think I said earlier, the Lakers are dead last in offensive rating since the restart, but did you know that we're third in the defensive rating? only behind the Raptors and the Thunder. Which is dope because defense wins games, you know. That's going to be the the real thing that's that's important. I think that really shows how dialed in and how focused the players are. You know, sometimes shots aren't going to fall, and right. that's just how it is. You know, it's like the law of averages that you talked about. But the the thing that you can control almost almost always is your level of defensive play. Mm-hmm. And um, I – I think it goes to show a lot, you know, people like, like Kuzma who are going out there and they're swatting balls, swatting James Harden and they're, you know, they're, they're ready to play and they're ready to play against the big players. And, you know, I, I'm really liking how we're looking overall. The, the offense will, will come into place. Um, We've shown that throughout the entire regular season. Um, up until you know just the last couple of games against the Thunder and the Rockets, but um, against great teams, um, you know we had our, our rough spots, but we showed that we were able to um, 
to beat both the Clippers and the Jazz still, who are, um, you know, numbers two, and and the Jazz could could be up as, as high as uh, two or or sorry, three or four, um, potentially at the at the end of the regular season, um, and, and so I I think that goes to show a lot, you know, we're, we're doing fine against uh, the bigger teams. And, and like you said, that rockets and thunder game were, were outliers. Right. No, no, I agree. Um, the, uh, good points. I think that uh, going piggybacking on, on the Kuzma point, because uh, you had mentioned uh, him swatting uh, your, your um, favorite player. <laughs> hard in there yeah <laughs> yeah absolute favorite player <laughs> we all know that you hate him so um that was a good block from from coos uh, he did it twice right <laughs> came so that was pretty good yeah he did um, i i like the one where he came from behind and kind of fell over him yeah yeah that was awesome um no i mean coos has been you know i think i think he's he used the hyperbolic time chamber man during this this break i mean he's three-pointing Three-point shooting has been up, you know. He, he's shooting 46.2 from deep, which is crazy. Um, uh, and, you know, his, defensively, he's, he's been surprisingly really good. He's locked up Kawhi and, and Paul George on D when he played the Clippers. Uh, he, he locked up Siakam. Um, and, you know, a few times when, he, when they were playing against the Raptors, forced him to shoot tough fadeaway shot. Um, you know, he's switching very nicely between his left and right as, as the, you know, his top foot to, uh, to beat that guy in the spot. And um, he's also not biting on pump, pump fakes. And um, so, you know, he's, he's showing some really good uh, and great defense, actually. And uh, he, I think, you know, I'm, you know, this is my opinion. He's been the best two-way player for the Lakers so far in the bubble. Uh, and um, if there's an award for these bubble regular season games, I think he's going to be – I think he should be considered for first team all-NBA defense, man. Um, but Kuz has been a, a revelation. I think that uh, he's been great. But I wanted to, to mention this real quick. Um, the dynamic trio off the bench. And this is uh, – the advanced metrics through these games for Caruso and Waiters and Kuzma in the lineup are kind of absurd. Uh, in the playing alongside each other, these, these games, they had 122, uh, an offensive rating of 122, a defensive rating of 88, a plus 33 in net rating, which is kind of insane for these three. I mean, they're all, you know, they, they can all light it up um, offensively, and and they're really good defenders too. Yeah, I I think it just goes to show that they're absolutely um, efficient players. You know, Dion Waiters didn't have the best shooting night against the Rockets, but overall, I've really liked uh, what he's what he's been showing. And you know, Kuzma's had had the time to to gather himself, and I think he he was very disciplined over. Uh, the break, you know, even not knowing if we were going to come back. I, I think he's really got that mentality that he wants to be that that next guy. You know, he wants to be um, 
that that Kawhi Leonard that's waiting in the shadow of of both Tim Duncan and and Parker and and Ginobili. You know, he's he's that next guy in line, but he knows that he can turn it up as much as as anybody, and he's got that confidence and he's showing that. And um, I I think he's been he's done a great job to to show that. And you know, Caruso's uh, still Caruso. You know, he's right. uh, what what we've what we've seen all season and and he brings it too and and brings that cohesion so i i'm really happy with with those guys coming off the bench and agree that that i think they're they're gonna prove to be great key players for us come the playoffs yeah i hope that uh vogel keeps that second unit lineup right there with the three of them and and, um other, other key players, role players around them uh, for that second unit. Um, I know I just, you know, uh, for waiters, I just wanted to say that, you know, I think it's important that we have him. He's exactly the type of scorer and playmaker that we needed off the bench. Um, he's not afraid to take the big shots and he's capable of making them. Uh, he doesn't, he has a, um, I don't give enough kind of attitude as he, you know, when he, when he goes, uh, you know, and that's going to come in handy in the playoffs. Um, you know, it's kind of a, a Mamba uh, mentality kind of thing. And, and I, I love that about him. Uh, I think the caveat here though, is that I just, I want him to make up smart offensive plays. I think that he made some, um, some, uh, I don't want to, just some, uh, I guess, dumb. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, offensive no, plays. A, absolutely. But uh, I think, uh, you know, he can learn from them. Yeah, I I think there there was a a few instances where he was just jacking up sh- shots just because yeah. <laughs> he could jack it up, you know, and right, he was right. given the green light on it. He's like, whatever. Um, right, but I I think when um it, in those more important moments, you know, when when the the team is is being more selective about um you know it, the shots that we take. Uh, he'll know his place. He'll know that uh, LeBron James and Anthony Davis and those guys uh, get priority on the the shot taking, and uh, that if he wants to keep his minutes, that he better not take stupid shots. You know, right. so I I think he'll be fine. No, me too. Um, yeah, they're they're just taking. You know, they're treating these almost like preseason games and like the right, scrimmage right. games now. Mm-hmm. Um, to to figure things out to get in the groove and and to really figure out their games and and their rotation. So I'm I'm fine with him for now taking the shots that he does, you know, even if they're they're not the smartest. They're great things to learn from, like you said. Right, right. And I you know what to to, to sum it all, I think that uh I think we're just going to be we're going to be fine. I think so uh, uh Lakers assistant coach um Phil Handy posted uh, a story um, on his Instagram and he says this, you know, while I appreciate all the love enough with the coaching tips, we get paid for to coach for a reason, relax a bit and be fans. It's easy. It's easy to sit on a couch and have all the answers. It's a marathon, not a sprint. The Lake show will be just fine. And I agree with them. You know, we're, we're just we're going to be fine. The the results of these last few games, especially the last two, uh, we should take 
with a, with a grain of salt and uh, rotations were being tested and we're, we're going to see where we're seeing what works for the playoffs and we're just going to, we're going to be fine. Uh, don't worry guys. <laughs> right. Exactly. I mean, I think everybody likes to be kind of critical and in, in some ways and there's, you know, us included. Um, right. Right. <laughs> but, but there are reasons why they're paid millions of dollars to, to coach these professional basketball teams. They, exactly. they know what they're doing. Um, we didn't get to the number one seed by accident. Right. Um, <laughs> Frank Vogel has been doing a great job. And I think it, that's true. We need to kind of sit back and relax a little bit. You know, right, it, right. it reminds me of, of a meme I saw just today of, you know, <laughs> got a fat guy on the couch, uh, watching ninja warrior and and he says i could have made that you know <laughs> when somebody falls it's the exact same thing right, right, you know? right, right. we we think we would have done the right thing in that moment um or we could have done better <laughs> right exactly exactly you know but um like i said they they know what they're doing um even if we don't understand completely why they're doing the things they're doing they're doing them for a reason right right well i, I you know I agree. Those are good points. Um, I think that uh, we did that discussion some justice and uh, we've all, we've said all we wanted to say. Um, so, um, so let's go take our, our last break here and, uh, and we'll be right back to discuss the potential playoff matchups that we have. So um, we'll talk to you soon. Hi, this is Yoa Legazzo. Thanks for listening. If you're enjoying the show, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star rating or review. We would appreciate it. It'll go a long way to help us to continue to do what we're doing. Your support means a lot to us. We're also on Twitter at hashtag LakerPod. Come interact with us and join us as we journey with the Lakers on the road to number 17. If you'd like to be updated on the most recent Lakers news, follow us on Instagram at Lakers Daily Scoop, where we'll give you daily scoop on all things Lakers. Again, thanks for your support. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the Hashtag Lakers Podcast. McKay and I are here. And on this segment of the show, we're going to talk about potential playoff opponents now that we are the number one seed in the West. That's right. We clinched number one, uh, the the number one seed on Monday versus the Jazz. And, you know, as of, you know, August 8th or August 7th, 2020 at 8.54 p.m. Central Time, 6.54 Pacific Time. we are the the matchups you know right now the the eighth seed is an unknown we have no idea who are gonna who's gonna be our potential eight seed matchup uh or our you know but he here are the list of candidates <laughs> the portland trailblazers the memphis grizzlies the phoenix suns san antonio spurs sacramento kings sacramento kings and the New Orleans Pelicans. So, okay, what do you think? 
who do you who do you want to go against out of this this group and who do you want to try and avoid who's our biggest threat here Ooh, who do, well that that's kind of difficult to say because i i actually would like to see a, a good series for the Lakers. You know, I, <laughs> okay. right. I, I, I don't even necessarily, <laughs> Oh yeah. I want the competition. I wouldn't even uh, necessarily rather see, you know, the, the weaker team um, come in and play against us. Um, you don't want the Kings to go up there. <laughs> right. Exactly. The Suns. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I mean, they're doing good. But. Yeah. So I, I think the biggest threat to us, coming into the eighth seed is the Portland trailblazers. And yeah. I honestly think that they are going to be the ones who end up clinching the eighth seed. They might, you know, dude. I, they might. I think even if they finish ninth place, you know, after uh, everything's said and done that they'll be close enough um, to do that little mini tournament play against, against the Grizzlies or whoever else is, could be the Phoenix Suns. Right. Or or the Phoenix oh. Suns. Um I, I think Damian Lillard is an absolute killer. Yeah. Um man. he's shown that in his in the last few games. Um they've taken on some big name opponents and and beaten them. Um you know they, they beat the Nuggets and I I believe they, they beat the Clippers if I remember correctly. Um Oh, it, it was the Suns that beat the Clippers. That's right. Mm-hmm, right. Um, they beat the Rockets in Denver. Uh-huh, that's right. Uh, so they beat both the Rockets and Denver. I mean, they, they're showing that they can play with the big dogs. Um, right, right. And like I said, um, Damian Lillard's a killer. He's going to come out and give you 110% every week. Um, Nurkic is back from injury. He's had... Yeah. Uh, some good games. He has. Mc- he has. McCollum's always going to produce, and mm-hmm. you know, every once in a while, Carmelo, uh, Anthony. <laughs> Carmelo Anthony might might put up some points for you and, right. and be be efficient. Um, Make some clutch shots, <laughs> right? Every once in a while, anyway. Every once in a while. <laughs> but uh, you know, the the Grizzlies have had some injuries, and uh, I I don't see you know when considering those those six teams mm-hmm. i see the portland trailblazers as the best of the right. six mm-hmm. and the most likely to clinch that spot and as far as that goes that's actually the team that i would like to see the lakers play the most um because i i think it would be a challenging competitive series right uh, no, yeah, I, what's your take on it? no I, I agree. I think that, uh, you know, the Portland, I think out of these teams here has the best chance to do it. I know that the Grizzlies are, are there on the eighth seed right now, but they're, um, they're close. They're close. <laughs> they're really close to, to clinching or to, to um, overtaking the, the eighth seed, the, the Portland Trailblazers. And um, I do want to see, I do, you know, I would like some competition here. Um, I'm a little scared of them. <laughs> a really good team, dude. Damian yeah. Lillard, McCollum, uh, you know, sometimes Camilo Anthony, 
uh, you know, they seem they seem determined to to land that eighth seed. They're rolling right now. Yeah. Um, they they probably are. You know, like you said, they probably are the greatest threat. And um, uh, you in know, first round. Right, right in the first round, and I think that, uh, and also, you know, I also, you know, one of it is one of the reasons why protect the maybe I want them to be on the eighth seed is I want to prove Charles Barkley wrong because he kept saying that you know Portland will beat the Lakers. I want to prove him wrong. You know, you know, we've, we've throughout the regular season, we've, uh, we've, uh, done really great against, uh, uh, Portland Trailblazers, but this is, this is a new setting in the bubble. We'll see what happens. Um, the new Orleans Pelicans real quick. I just, I think even when the NBA did everything in their power to have a Lakers versus Pelicans matchup in the first round, you know, the King versus Zion, AD versus the ex-Lakers. Uh, I, I, the Pelicans just aren't good enough. It doesn't look like they, they trust Zion with big minutes with, without injuring himself. or uh, he, he, does, he also doesn't look fit, and he gets w- quickly winded. Um, but uh, I, I wanted to see that matchup, but it doesn't look like it's going gonna, it's gonna to happen. Yeah, uh, I think that would have been kind of cool to see uh, a LeBron versus um, Zion matchup as well. But um, but like you said, he's not getting the minutes that that he should be getting as um, the for the star he is. Um, I mm-hmm. think the the Pelicans are being very conservative with him and trying to be careful, especially with um, his injuries. This this year uh and i i think it's smart you know mm-hmm. they i don't think they're truly confident in themselves as a team that can really be a playoff contender in the shape they're in um i think it's more for experience yeah more for experience i mean fight for that number eight spot but don't put Zion's health on the on the line you know the the Warriors learned that the hard way with Kevin Durant um keep him healthy prioritize that even above winning Mm -hmm. and even though that would be a great matchup I'm fine with waiting till next year to see that right right and we'll see they might have a better team by then um just, I guess, an honorable mention to the Phoenix Suns here. We, we kept talking about them, and but I think the you know everyone had counted them out, but they're they're rolling right now. They're they're in the bubble. The Devin Booker is a scoring machine, dude. Yeah. Um, that clutch fadeaway shot over both Kawhi and Paul George, man, that was that was nasty, dude. And and after that game. <laughs> People found all the times that Paul George was scoring. Yeah. <laughs> <during> the- <laughs> that was so funny. That was the best. That was the best. Hey, he's he's a good luck charm for the other the other team. He's good at getting <laughs> scored on in the clutch. Yeah, man, dude, that was that was probably <laughs> that was so awesome. Yeah, and, and Devin Booker's an absolute an absolute stud, dude. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I think he's very underrated and and that just goes to show you know with with his all-star voting this year he I mean there was a lot of great um all-stars uh yeah. this year but uh there's a good handful of people that I would definitely put 
Devin Booker over and he he only ended up making it in into the all-star game uh because because of injury you know right right um I think he's drastically underrated I think he's one of the best guards in the league um he's playing on a team that that isn't the greatest you know they don't uh they don't do super well but he's he's coming to a point in his career where he's uh going to be in his prime and he's going to he's going to be a game changer. I I think he's going to be one of the best players in the league and that we got to watch out for him. Um and he's he's making that statement now. Right. No, I agree, dude. Um give that man a Lakers jersey, dude. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, uh, in all seriousness, though, going back to this, to this, um, I think that uh, no matter who we play, I think the Lakers are going to be up to the challenge, and we're gonna uh, we're gonna uh, win our our first round uh, matchup here. Um, I can't wait for the playoffs. This is the first time in a long time that we've been in the playoffs. Um, glad that we have AD and, and LeBron with us, and 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 taking us on their on this journey with them. Um, but uh, I don't know if you have any other final thoughts. Okay. Uh, not, not that I can think of. I, I'm liking, I'm liking where we're at. Can't mm-hmm. get better than the number one spot in the West. Right. Um, keep our guys healthy, keep them prepared, figure out the lineups. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm ready to take on whoever we we're going to get put up against. Yep. Rest, rest our our superstars these next few games. Yep. Tinker with the lineups, the second unit, unit. Uh, you know, do all that stuff before before the playoffs start. Um, but all right, uh, that's it for today, guys. Uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter at hashtag LakerPod. Follow, subscribe, and give us a five star review wherever you listen to your podcasts, uh, especially on Apple Podcasts. Um, we would appreciate the follow and the reviews. It'll help us continue to do what we're doing. We're also on Instagram at Lakers Daily Scoop with 24K followers and counting. Uh, With that said, guys, have a great day. Root for the Lakers, and we'll talk to you next time. In the Admiral refrigerator, the door is closed, the lights out. Butter's getting hard, the eggs are cooling, and the jello is jiggling. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.